Canto 8, Chapter 16 Aditi initiated into the Payavrata ceremony the best of all sacrifices. Sri Shuka said, As soon as her sons thus had yielded to the Daityas, their mother Aditi began to lament helplessly over the loss of the heavenly kingdom. When one day the mighty sage Kashapa, her husband, after a long time came out of his samadhi, he went to her quarters and found them sad and joyless. After he respectfully was welcomed by Aditi and had accepted a sitting place, he addressed her, thoughtful of her depression, as follows, O best of the gurus. Has something unfortunate happened in relation to the Brahmins, O gentle one, or do you have difficulty with the Dharma in the world of today or with the people around you who are subjected to the whims of death? Or, my dearest princess, has something gone awry with the religion, the finances or the fulfillment of your desires in this household life that even joins those who fail to do yoga? Or were you perhaps overly attached to your family members because of which you could not offer unexpected guests in your home a proper welcome so that they walked out on you. Not even being welcoming to uninvited guests by offering them a glass of water. A home is abandoned by them and worth nothing more than a jackal's den. Or is it so that you, during the time of my absence, O finest one, because of a sad mind, maybe forgot to perform your oblations of ghee in the fire, my sweet wife? When an attached householder is of worship, when he performs puja, he will achieve the fulfillment of all his desires and attain heaven. It are the Brahmins and the fire, after all, that are the mouth of Vishnu, of him, who is the heart and soul of all God-conscious people. Are your sons all faring well, my virtuous wife? I notice you are worried about something. Shri Aditi said, O Brahmin, there is nothing wrong with the twice-born souls, the cows, the dharma and the people around me. Your household is the best place to take care of the three goals of life, my dear husband. The fire, the guests, the servants and the beggars were all treated properly. By constantly thinking of you, O Brahmin Master, nothing was missed. O my Lord, what desire of mine would not be fulfilled with in my heart your good self as the founding father and the reminder of Dharma? Even though the Supreme Controller in particular takes care of the devotees, O my Lord, you in your goodness, from the Asura on, are equal-minded towards each and everyone who, originating from either your body or your mind, is gifted with one of the three qualities of goodness, passion or slowness, O son of Marichi. Therefore, O Controller, consider the welfare of me, your servitor. We are now, O gentle one, because of our enemies bereft of our opulence and residence. Please protect us, O Master. Exiled by the same powerful enemies who took away all our opulence, beauty, reputation and homes, I drowned in an ocean of trouble. O saintly man, best of our well-wishers, be so kind to consider our good fortune, so that my offspring may recover all that was lost.
Sri Shuka said. This way, being besieged by Aditi, he said with a smile to her, Oh, how powerful is this Maya of Vishnu, because of which the entire world is caught in emotional bondage. What is this material body made of the elements? It is not the soul. And what is this soul transcendental to the material world? Who are they, the husband and the children, to whom one is tied because of one's bewilderment? Exercise respect for Vasudeva, the spiritual master of the entire world, the original person Janardana, he who, residing in the core of everyone's heart, defeats all enemies. He, the Lord, merciful to the poor, will fulfill your desires. I think that nothing compares to the devotional service and to the Supreme Lord, it never fails. Sri Aditi said, O Brahmin, what are the rules I have to follow to please the Lord of the universe so that what I would like, by His grace, actually will be fulfilled? O husband, O best of the twice-born souls, teach me the vidi, the regulative principles or the method for making sacrifices to the Lord, so that the Godhead will soon be pleased with me, now lamenting with all my sons. Sri Kashapa said, I will explain to you the practice that satisfies Keshava, and about which the Almighty One born on the lotus, Brahma, spoke, when I, desiring to beget offspring, asked him this question. During the bright half of the month Valguna, February-March, one should for twelve days till Dvadashi respect the vow to drink only milk by Ovrata, and filled with supreme devotion be of worship unto the lotus-eyed one. When the moon is dark, one should smear oneself with the dirt dug up by a boar, if available, and enter a stream of water chanting this mantra. O Divine Mother Earth, you, desiring a stable place, were lifted from the bottom of the ocean on the tusk of Lord Varaha. Can you please wash away all my sins and their reactions? I offer you my obeisances. After having finished the daily observances, the Godhead should be worshipped in one's shrine with full attention for the deities, the altar, the sun, the water, the fire and the guru. I offer my respectful obeisances unto you, O Supreme Lord, O Original Personality and Best One of All, residing in the heart of all living beings, O Vasudeva, Omnipresent Witness. My reverence unto you, the Unseen One, the Transcendental Person of the Primal Reality, the Knower of the Twenty-Four Elements, and the Original Source of the Analytic Order of Yoga. My respects unto you, the Enjoyer of the Three Types of Rituals, with your two heads, three legs, four protruding horns, and seven hands, my obeisances unto the embodiment of all knowledge. I honor you appearing as Shiva or Rudra, you as the reservoir of all potencies and all insight, my obeisances unto the Supreme Master of all living beings. My reverence for you as Hiranyagarbha, Brahma, the source of all life and the super-soul of the universe. I bow for you, the embodiment of the power and cause of the unification of consciousness and yoga. 
my esteem for you, the original Godhead and inner witness of all. I offer you my respects, who as Nara Narayana Rishi assumed the form of a human being. That Lord, I offer my obeisances. You, as blackish as a Marakata gem, you, the controller of Lakshmi and the killer of Keshi, you, clad in yellow, I again and again offer my respects. You are, to all entities, the bestower of all benedictions, the most worshipable one, and the best of all who give blessings. And for that reason, wise people worship the dust of your feet as the source of all happiness. He, for whose sake all the gods and the goddess of fortune, desirous of the fragrance of his lotus feet, are engaged in devotional service, may he, the Supreme Lord, be pleased with me. By chanting these mantras, one should with faith and devotion be engaged in calling for, in inviting, the master of the senses, Rishi Kesha, and honor him in every respect, with the help of the necessities of worship. This way honoring him with incense, flowers, etc., one should bathe the Almighty One with milk and dress him and give him a sacred thread and ornaments. After touching or offering the water for washing the lotus feet, one should again, with fragrance and smoke and such, be of worship with the twelve-syllable mantra Om Namo Bhagavade Vasudevaya. After offering fine rice, if available, cooked in milk with ghee and molasses to the deity, one should offer oblations in the fire chanting the same mantra. Thus, having worshipped the deity, with also offering betel nuts with spices, the food of the sacrifice prasada should, by the offerer himself, be offered to the devotee of the Lord to eat with water for washing his hands and mouth. After repeating the mantra 108 times during japa, one should offer various prayers unto the greatest one, next circumambulate him, and then pay one's respect by prostrating oneself joyously. When one in acceptance has taken the remnants of the sacrifice to one's forehead, and then has deposited them in a sacred place, minimally two men of learning and merit, Brahmins, should be fed with sweet rice. Properly, having honored them, one next, with their permission, together with friends and relatives, may eat the remnants of the prasada. From the first day on, one, of course, at night, should observe celibacy for the duration of the payovrata, in which one, early in the morning, as is described, after having bathed, closely following the vidi, bathes the murti with milk. With drinking milk only, following this vow, one should with faith and devotion continue with the worship of Vishnu, as stated offering oblations in the fire, as also be faithful to the obligation of feeding the Brahmins. One should proceed this way with the vow of drinking only, day after day, for the full twelve days worshipping the Lord with fire sacrifices before the deity and pleasing the twice-born souls and one's kin with food. Beginning with the day of Pratipat, running to meat, until the thirteenth day of the bright half of the month, one should observe celibacy, sleep on the floor and bathe three times a day. Depending on Vasudeva as the supreme resort, one should refrain from great and small sensual pleasures, 
from discussing trivial subjects and from violence towards all living beings. Next, on the thirteenth day, proceeding in accordance with the regulations as laid down in the scriptures, the Almighty One Vishnu should be bathed with five substances, milk, yogurt, ghee, sugar and honey. By reciting the many hymns, or sukta, for Lord Vishnu who resides in the hearts of all, the miserly mentality of not spending must be given up to the offerings of the milk and grains in grand worship. With great attention one thus should worship the original personality with the offerings of the food that was so carefully prepared to please his person. Try to understand that when one worships the Lord, the spiritual master, the Acharya, who is so well versed in the spiritual knowledge, and also the priests, should be satisfied with clothes, ornaments and many cows. O pious lady, the Brahmins and all people assembled there should as much as possible receive the prasada of the food of goodness that so meticulously was prepared with milk and ghee. The guru and the priests should be financially compensated and the food should by all means even be distributed to the simple-minded souls and the poor for also they should be rewarded for a gathering for the ceremony. After also having fed all the poor, the blind, the averse and so on, one should, with that kind of understanding having pleased Lord Vishnu, together with one's friends and relatives eat from the prasada oneself. One should, from the first day till the last, worship the Supreme Lord with dancing, beating drums and songs, reciting mantras, offering prayers and reading the stories aloud. This instruction that I have now described to you in great detail concerning the supreme process called Payovrata for honoring the original person was related to me by my grandfather Brahma. O greatly fortunate lady, now worship with self-discipline in a pure state of mind the inexhaustible Lord Keshava by properly following this process. Of all religious ceremonies, this one is called Sarvayaknya, the one covering all sacrifices. When one, O good lady, also being of charity, pleases the Lord this way, this sacrifice is understood to be the very essence of all austerities. Of all possible regulations, the one as mentioned is indeed the most direct and best way to control the senses effectively. For Adakshaja, the one beyond the senses, is pleased with the austerity, the vows and the sacrifice. The Supreme Lord, being satisfied by your faithful observance according to the rules of this vow, will therefore soon bestow all benedictions upon you.